0: Hey, welcome to another episode of Off the Pulpit. Uh, I'm Adam Ganey, And
1: I'm Grace. We're the pastors of Freedom Centre in New Zealand. We hope that this podcast empowers you, enriches you, and draws you closer to Jesus.
0: Hey, welcome to Off the Pulpit episode seven, episode 7.
1: Okay. Oh, I just forgot the mould.
0: Episode Yedi is Turkish. and uh, Fetu. Fetu. Good stuff. Okay, so episode guys- seven.
1: We are excited to be doing a question and answer episode. Yeah. So we put up a question box, got Random some questions, questions, hairy questions. Quick fire? Quick, quick fire? No, not Ooh. too quick because I don't have that many. Okay, cool. So, first question, let me just get my well, question. You, you
0: don't have many that are appropriate. Well, yeah, I had to When you put a lot an, an anonymous question box up, people ask, the most silly questions.
1: Yeah, definitely. Rude questions. Rude questions. So let's go with a, not. it's not rude, but let's go with a controversial one right out the gate. What is Freedom Center's stance on polyamorous relationships? (laughs) Yes, this is a question. So you asked
0: me this and I said, what is polyamorous? Yes.
1: So from what I've (laughs) gathered, I haven't Googled it, but I'm pretty sure poly, polygamy is one man, multiple women. Polyandry is one woman, multiple men. And polyamory is... So that was Andrew. Polyamory is just multiple partners. Wow. Yeah. So I think that a lot of people would refer to polygamy as in the Bible. Yeah. Or maybe polyamory is men. I don't know. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The question is basically men with multiple wives because Mm. people in the Bible had multiple wives. Mm.
0: I would answer it like this. If they were as amazing as you then I'd love a million wives. Oh
1: my gosh, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I think the first thing to say is that just because it happened in the Bible doesn't mean it's good. Yeah, that's right. Lots of terrible things happened in the Bible.
0: Exactly. And yes. the
1: whole idea of having multiple wives, although in the Bible there was no God never greenlit that. A lot that. of great
0: men of God fell for that very reason.
1: Yes. And there's definitely Paul speaks in the New Testament about being a man of one wife.
0: Yep. Is that 100%. right? 100%.
1: Anyone who wants to be a leader
0: Yep, a needs to have, be a man of, of one, one wife. I've never met anybody with multiple partners. I I've met people that have secret partners. I've never met anybody within the Christian faith. Like, not Christian, yeah. No, not Christian faith within the church that's like, hey, here's my wife. Here's my second wife. Here's my third wife. Like,
1: I think there are some men fighting for that and I think they should stop. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I think it's a silly question. I think we're about like, are you like a couple serious. of hundred years living in the past? I'm not sure what's I going on. Know.
1: I don't know. I think that if your church is promoting polyamory, polygamy run, or run, polyandry, run. run for your life. No. Next question. Okay. Next question. Why? Oh, sorry. How did you end up pastoring? Which we shared in the first episode, mm-hmm. how we ended up here. Mm-hmm. But was it something that you studied? So what's our... Um,
0: well, you, uh, we did not study to be a pastor with no. the goal of being a pastor. Can we you
1: wouldn't. even study that? Well,
0: how do you study to become a pastor? You study know. the Word of God. We right. did four years of Bible college. I don't
1: think that you can study specifically to be a pastor. Like I think it's not
0: like we took. Nah. We just we learnt the Word of God. We learnt leadership. We yep. l- we learnt the Bible. Yeah, yep. absolutely. We did, we studied for
1: three well, years of theory yeah. of learning the Bible, yeah, different yeah, yeah. topics and yeah, stuff, absolutely. which was good.
0: So, yeah, four years of Bible college full-time. Yep. Yep. Um, but can I be clear, that doesn't make you a pastor. No,
1: and it wasn't for the purpose of being pastors. No,
0: we just wanted to get to know Jesus more mm. and give our lives to him in a deeper way. So mm-hmm. it wasn't to get a result yep. or get a career move because it's far from that. Mm. Um, Jesus makes you a pastor. Uh, you can. I know people with you know certificates on their wall, yep. but um, they couldn't cast a demon out of a handkerchief wow so i don't know where i got that from but you know just useless (laughs) in the spirit so the degree means nothing
1: yeah no it's definitely about growing in intimacy with jesus and doing what he's called you to do okay so the question this is for me yep tell us what it's like to be a pastor's wife oh i'm immediately offended immediately (laughs) offended please don't call me that no i'm joking
0: for a long time would you be in that category
1: excuse me i was having babies i'm asking okay so you know there was this one day we went out to (laughs) a um, like a (laughs) gathering with all other leaders and pastors yeah and i think i was still kind of in baby land and you were there was a another woman there who was a pastor of a church and i she introduced herself to me and i knew them i knew who they were and i was like oh you're um yeah oh so you're the pastor's wife (laughs) and she was so offended with me she was like actually we passed it together and i was like oh no i know me as well I, we do too like i didn't mean i don't know why i said that and i went to add it i went straight to you afterwards and i said babe i need to you need to take me home i'm here to network and i'm un-networking us like i'm actually breaking relationships like i just man and that's not my scene those kind of like you know chatty group things are just i struggle with those environments at the best of times um but the, the label pastor's wife is mildly offensive and it never used to be offensive when I didn't really do You as weren't much. ministering. Yeah, yeah it yeah, wasn't yeah. offensive to me then. Yeah. I was like, whatever, I'm the, I am the pastor's wife. But now I feel much more like a pastor. Well, you are. Um, yeah. We co-lead. We do. So I don't like when people call me that because, I mean, someone came up to me a couple months ago and said, oh, so you're the big man's, you're the main guy's wife. Ooh, and I said, "Wrong move, oh, or, or, or is he the main woman's husband? Ooh. That's what I said. And I never have clapped. Yeah, you're never that no. quick. You usually
0: just put your tail between it your legs and run. It came
1: out. It bubbled out of me. That was and the Lord. Yeah, and he was like, oh, and he just walked off. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like there's so many ups and downs of being a pastor. Mm. female or male, mm-hmm. but I do think, and we're going to do a different podcast about this, the roles of women and men in the church Great. and even the roles of women and men in the home, mm-hmm. it's also yeah, under it. attack right now. So How we're dare gonna come you back say there's that.
0: only two genders? What oh. about the other 742 genders?
1: Well, that brings me to our next question. Oh, Yes. So we may not release this podcast, but the question was what is your position on the trans agenda?
0: I don't like it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I've gathered. Um, no, what is what would you say? And we recently actually had this mm. in our youth. Our youth put together a guide for their leadership and blah, blah, blah. And so they put out, like articulated quite well, I guess, mm-hmm. what we would say is Freedom Centre about mm-hmm. the trans movement. Mm-hmm. Um, and so not to address the entirety of the issue. Yeah. But what we would I say. I think that's a whole podcast. Though, it is sorry. a whole podcast. But what we would say is that we believe all people are created in the image of God. Yeah. Which is either a male or a female. Mm-hmm. And I think that we can acknowledge and love people for who they are, mm-hmm. but we would not gender affirm. No, nope. no. So if you have decided you're a different gender, we we can't partner with affirming that because by default, when I partner in affirming that you are a different gender, I'm partnering and affirming a lie that you are not perfect the way God made you yep. in His own image. Yep. So that's just not yeah, something absolutely. we would do. Yeah, absolutely. And we
0: have people that are walking through those mm-hmm. kinds of issues. Yep. And um, they're realizing that God actually made them the right way. Yeah. And so we'll always stand up for the word of God while giving grace to the person that's struggling with these issues, just mm. like any other issue. Yeah. Um, yeah. So we're definitely uh, biblical mm. view. There is only two genders. Mm-hmm. What, you know, there's this thing, what is a woman going on? A woman is an is a adult female with a vagina. That's it. Mm-hmm. And if you're, you're a man, if you've got a penis, like it's really as simple as that. Yep. And I can't believe we're living in a day and age where the answer is not that simple. Yep. It yep. is that simple yep. and the world has lost its marbles and we've got to have not only Christians but just common sense people that can stand up um, for what has been true and will forever be true.
1: Mm. So next question and this will probably be the last one. What do you think – this generation needs from leaders today?
0: Uh, Leaders who can lead.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Leaders who can genuinely lead. Among other things like authenticity, realness, Uh, you know, people who know Jesus well and leading from the front, all those things. We could talk about a million different points, but I think right now we need leaders. And when I talk about leaders, there's a few facets of that. One is that you're actually leading, you know, you've got vision, you're actually strong in Christ. But two, I think the days of corporate leadership within the church are over. Paul says you've got a thousand teachers, a thousand leaders, but you've got no fathers. Yeah, wow. What the Lord is looking for and what this generation is looking for is people who can be a mum and dad, regardless of age. you got to lead with vision. you got to lead with charisma, all of those things. But if you can just father and mother people, yeah. I think – You know, that's the best form of leadership, genuinely getting alongside them, living a better life, calling them to a higher life. Mm. Um, I think people are rising to the occasion. You know, a couple of weeks ago, I think I preached on the cost of following Jesus. Mm. I read some of the hardest scriptures in the New Testament and called our church to count the cost, forsake all that you have, and follow Jesus with everything you've got. Like this thing takes surrender. This takes... I I have I must die. Yep. And it's funny, you get nervous mm, preaching nervous. a message like that. Like mm-hmm. the room is like crickets. You're not getting amens and no. people standing up and no, preaching no. past. Like, no. like <laughs> what you're getting is the, the people's flesh yep. being immensely challenged, yep. um, which is a good thing. But the feedback and the life change that's happened in people's mm-hmm. lives from a message like that where we're called to a higher life, we're called to something greater, we're called to actually surrender and lay down everything for the cause of Christ is a beautiful thing. And I think when we we give people a cheap gospel, we get cheap results. When we give people a a, a gospel that has no sacrifice and no surrender, we're going to get terrible results. We're not going to see. We say, why don't we see what the book of Acts has? Mm. Why don't we see the miracles? Why don't we see the move of God and the revivals like we see thousands in one day coming to Christ? I tell you why we don't see it. Because we're not surrendered like they were. Wow. We're not counting the cost and actually forsaking all that I am to follow him Mm. like they are. And therefore the results speak for themselves. We want comfortable Christianity with Book of Acts results. And it's never going to happen. Wow. It's never going to happen. Book of Acts results requires Book of Acts surrender.
1: Wow. Far out. That's good. That was a good answer.
0: Thank you. Wow. Next one.
1: I think that's it. I think we we'll just call good? it, yeah, okay. we'll keep it a little bit shorter today. So thank you so much for sending questions. Thank you for listening as always. And we will see you next time on Off the Pulpit. See you later. Bless you guys.